guys, my name is Jessica and I am a massive Pokemon collector. I'm sure there's a few people in the Pokemon community that already are aware of myself. So I love Pokemon to the complete extent that I actually have a massive Pokemon collection, which in my house we call the Pokemon Room. So I've been a fan ever since I've been a kid. Um, I even have items from when I was a kid still in my room. Um, but that whole nostalgic sort of feeling resides with me a lot. And I like to collect a lot of retro things. I can't really say how it all started. I probably would have to say when the first set of Pokemon cards came out, uh, my dad would always take me and my other siblings out uh, once a fortnight and we would go to the Brickworks markets and we would have $20 each to spend for the day. Now, I obviously couldn't help myself. I would go straight to that card stand at the back of the shops and I would put my money down on the counter and I would want two Pokemon booster packs, please. And um, throughout the years, obviously, as we all got older, my older brother and sister would just uh, keep their money or like phone credit. There was me still going, getting my Pokemon cards. So I guess that's pretty much how it started. Um, and everyone always said, oh, when she gets older, she'll grow out of it. Uh, it. I never really grew out of it. I just got more money and bought more of it. So the whole reason for this podcast is I would like to share Pokemon thoughts, Pokemon news. Um, I'm going to have a lot of people on the show as well. I'm going to have some people from Pokemon groups, the Pokemon community, other collectors, all that sort of stuff. And look, if you are just a big Pokemon fan that would like to put your two cents in as well, you look, I'm more than happy to have a chat with you about a whole load of different Pokemon things. So um, to start off with myself, obviously that was how I became to like Pokemon. I then started blogging for a Pokemon blog in America, which was called the po Pokeblog, something like that. It's, it's crazy. I can't actually quite remember these days, but they did shut down. The owner decided that he was going to have a child and he didn't want to run it anymore. And, and that was it. At that stage, I was really enjoying writing about the Pokemon merchandise just because obviously I look it up for myself. I would have a lot of Pokemon things. And then I just went, hey, you know what? This stuff's pretty cool. I wonder if anyone else would like to know about it. So when he shut the site down, I was, I kind of had this hole. There was something, there was something in me that was just missing. And that's when the Pokemon newspaper was born. So the Pokemon newspaper, if you go to the website, you can just Google Pokemon newspaper or just go pokemonnewspaper.com.au, you will find all Pokemon news up to date. So what I've actually done is I've separated it into categories because yes, I love Pokemon. I don't love all Pokemon. For instance, I'm not a Pokemon Go fan. So I, when I go onto Pokemon sites to look up new information, I don't want to scroll through 10 pages of Pokemon Go or the new Pokemon trading cards or that sort of stuff. My main thing was the games and the merch. That's what really intrigued me the most. So when you go onto the Pokemon newspaper, you can actually see that you can go to your all news, which has everything, or everything's actually broken down into categories. Now, this is what makes the Pokemon newspaper so special is because you read what you want to read. You don't have to cipher through. You don't have to keep going through pages. You want to look at Pokemon TV movies. Pokemon TV movies it is if you'd like to look at Pokemon English subbed anime or normal anime or Pokemon Go, Pokemon um, Sword and Shield, even if you just want to look at the max raids, um, you can do that just by going from the menu. So that was my whole dream of 
If you like Pokemon, you don't like all of it, that's okay. We've got something for you on there. So make sure you definitely have a look. We have a Facebook and an Instagram as well. And that was born all by myself. I was doing all of the information, the web design, everything like that. Uh, then I actually had some people um, that are volunteers, which I'm very, very lucky to have that jumped on board. So that was um, Aaron, Tracy and Ozzy. Ozzy used to actually write back with me with the US site. And now us four take on the Pokemon news together. So another page that I have as well is called Jessica, the Pokemon Collector. Um, and that's where I like to post all my stuff. I'm actually trying to get the largest Pokemon collection in Australia at the moment. It's normally between me and three other people, but I'll get there one day. So that's a little bit of a backstory of myself. So love Entei, love Pokemon, love games. Pretty much I like to think of myself as a large Pokemon brain, but we'll see how we go. Uh, what I would like to talk about today is the remake of the first original Pokemon movie. Now, um, I have watched this. Uh, it is available on Netflix as we speak. So if you haven't watched it, do it. It's good. Obviously, the first one's always the best. Um, but yeah, look, there was a lot of pros and cons with this movie. To be honest with you, the remake with the 3D graphics gave me a little bit of a Wallace and Gromit feel, um, which I probably, I'm not a big fan of. Um, I would have to say that the Detective Pikachu of the realistic Pokemon, I definitely feel like that would be the way to go in the future, just the way that the Pokemon look so realistic as to how they would be in real life. I love it. Imagine if they were real, it'd be perfect. So I'm just going to have, just going to chat about a few little different things that I found in the movie. Um, some things I was not a big fan of. Uh, the very first thing that I would have to say is that the first movie is always the best. So that original Pokemon movie that was released in 1999, I was eight. And that whole movie is burnt into my memory. Um, and uh, when I was so excited to jump on Netflix to watch it, um, I thought it was going to be awesome. And then I realised that they actually changed a few of the scenes and actually cut some scenes. And I was a little bit upset. I really thought that they were just redoing the graphics, but they actually did slightly change the movie as well. And I kind of feel like it had a little bit of a less meaning. So I'd probably have to say my number one big thing that I didn't like was the fact that they changed the ancient Mew um, carve work on the cave in the jungle at the start. So um, if you do follow my pages under Jessica, the Pokemon collector, you'll see that I actually have a Pokemon leg sleeve and I actually have the ancient Mew carving on my leg and it's it's a classic. Everyone will know straight out Ancient Mew, whether you've seen the movie, the pictures, or even the fact the card that came out with the Pokemon 2000 movie. That card is such a big hit. There's thousands of them everywhere. And the fact that the very first scene where it shows you the Ancient Mew, they've changed it, it really, really killed me. I, I was pretty devastated. Um, the main thing that got me was that when this movie was actually released in Japan last year, back in July, they actually gave out remade Ancient Mew cards. So they looked exactly the same as the ones that we got back in 2000, but obviously the date at the bottom has 
last year's day instead of the 90s. And I don't quite understand why they would change the way that the ancient Mew looks like in the movie, but then still issue the same old movie card. I don't know if someone missed something or anything like that. Just to me, makes no sense whatsoever. Obviously, I'm all about consistency and I'm not a fan of change. Um, so I was not very keen on that. Now, the next big issue that I had, there's probably two. So this is the second one. And that was the fact that they cut out the scene at the end where Team Rocket Meowth and the nice clone Meowth were chatting about how everybody's the same. Doesn't matter what we look like on the outside, on the inside, we're all the same. Now, for me, that was the big, nice conclusion at the end of the movie. Gave the movie a nice, uh, nice conclusion and a nice sense of, you know, that emotional connection. Um, I'm sure a lot of people can, can relate to that. And they just completely and utterly cut it out. That's it. So it actually ends up with um, the, mu the muse, sorry guys, the meows. And they're chat looking up at the moon, just chatting about something completely different. And I think that is a terrible, terrible idea. So that were probably the two biggest things I had a problem with. Um, besides that, the movie was great. Obviously, a lot of the details were the same. Um, I wasn't a fan of the 3D modelling for the trainers. I kind of felt like they looked, they just looked really odd and Brock looked extra Asian. Uh, but the Pokemon themselves, when they were modelled, they looked really, really good, which I'm kind of not surprised. They probably would use a little bit of the, uh, the modelling that they already had that they used for the Pokemon games. Uh, the next biggest thing would have been that uh, I know that when Ash and Misty and Brock go to the, the docks trying to get to the island when Mewtwo starts the storm, they normally would jump on a Viking boat um, to get across the sea. Now, obviously, in disguise, it was Team Rocket. You had Jesse and James dressed up as Vikings and Mewtwo in a little dress tied to the front. Obviously, when you're a kid, that's hilarious. Still in my head, I can hear the stroke, stroke, stroke. Um, but they cut this out as well and changed it that uh, they actually were using a Lapras boat. Now, I know that is related to a campaign that Japan did do uh, last year in one of their um, towns where people could pay to jump on a replica Lapras boat and they would take you around in it. So I'm not sure if they've put that in the movie because of that or vice versa. Um, but I was really just hoping that they were just going to redo the graphics and actually leave the storyline the same, but just make it look better. Obviously, when you have 20, 21 or 22 years difference in graphics, there's a big change. Um, the other thing I would say would probably be Mewtwo's armour. Now, Obviously, when you look at him, when he gets angry at Giovanni, he pretty much just legs it, flies out of the building, throws off all his armour and he's gone. That's it, you know. But they've changed it a little bit where they, they act like he sort of rebels, um, but his new armour can now go around his legs and his throat and everything like that and it's sort of like a magnetic clamp. Um, so that definitely made it different because then they made it look like Mewtwo was held against his will when he was helping them capture all the Tauros and everything. But that was actually before. And then he turns after that in the first movie. But that's just personally me. Besides that, um, I definitely did love it. When they had the scene near the end where the clone Pokemon were fighting the original Pokemon 
they did cut out the really iconic Brother My Brother song. Um, I'm not going to sing it because obviously I'm tone deaf. But it was, again, one of those things that gave you that sense of feeling, that sense of connection where each Pokemon is fighting themselves, but really they're brothers. They got the same DNA. You know, what are you doing? Same, same. Um, and that sort of thing. So, look, it is a good movie. If you haven't seen it, it is on Netflix. Um, it was actually one of the first Pokemon movies to be released in Netflix in Australia instead of actually being released in the cinema. So most times when the movies come out, they come out in July in Japan and then we normally get them the following November or December, something like that. Um, but they don't get released as a big cinema like Hoyts or something like that. They normally just get a little sidebar. They normally would be like an events cinema or another small cinema like that and it's only on for about a week or two and um, that's how we would normally go and watch them every year I would I would keep an eye out to see where once it's listed and then you know buy my ticket and go down there so I was a fan that I could stay at home in my jammies and watch it so that was always good um, but in saying that they didn't bring out a DVD version where normally so far I've got every Pokemon DVD because they release it once the movie's out so I'm not quite sure if they're going to release a DVD version. I hope they do. Um, but I would say being on Netflix, I highly doubt it, which is a little bit disappointing for if you're a collector like me and you, you want to have them all there. Um, but I guess it's the first trial for the Pokemon company and the Netflix sort of deal. We might be seeing that more in the future. We don't know. Um, but as soon as I do hear anything else, obviously it will appear on the Pokemon newspaper. So thanks for listening to today, guys. Um, if you do have any feedback or you found that you, you were upset or unhappy about the same sort of changes I was, you know, let me know. Um, it's all about the Pokemon community and look, we're, we're the main supporters of Pokemon. So let's hope that they can actually do it right for us. So thanks, guys, and make sure you listen again. Thank you.